We are oh. out here. Tag. Fuck y'all talking about sophisticated Tag. ignorance. Are y'all fucking crazy? That's a fact. Talk are that y'all crazy? Yo, y'all getting me tight. Like I be out this here trying to be, to be humble. Let's be not get drop. fucking crazy. Sophisticated ignorance. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. Hot damn hole. Here we go again. I was going to say that, say but it. then I didn't want to. You had it, to do it. But I didn't want it to be so obvious. So. No, nah, you had to do it. It's All the right. only way. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but okay. It's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Did you even introduce yourself? Not yet. Uh, oh, okay. My bad. I'm Naima. Are you? I'm Steven. I'm Vixen J. Here we go. Everyone's here. Everyone's accounted for. Yes. Yeah, everybody here last time? Yeah, everybody was here everybody, last everybody, time. Yeah, last time we did this, we were all here. Like, we literally don't record if all three of us isn't available. I mean, because we the magic. You know, I guess. Yeah. Big facts. Yeah, it's cute. I appreciate you guys. But, yeah, what's going on? Let's get into the word, shall we? Yeah. The word. The word. So, it's been almost a week and a half. Yes. Probably two weeks, mm-hmm. if that long. Um. So, my word to describe the full on two weeks is breakthrough. Mm. Oh, I know. Okay, I actually thought about that before I came. Talk here. about a queen. What um, happened? so I made a breakthrough in my relationship with my partner, and it was really nice. It took us oh. a while to get there. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're Did you just the use word? the R word? <laughs> She's using. Oh, the fuck up. She said the R word a week and a half ago. That nigga was about to get cut off. Well, now we in a whole blown relationship. <laughs> New no, not like not like boyfriend, but like what do you call choose it? Choose your what words would, okay, wisely. Because you said relationship you... and you said partner. That's that's big words coming from you. So you... it is. It is very big right. words coming so from you me. Can so imagine our sh- reactions are valid. It's valid. Word. So because I used the wrong word. So okay. Do you want so... do you want to rephrase or do you want to? So that nigga. Right. Um. I won't say. It. Well, he is my friend. We're definitely really good friends. Do... The, the person you're talking to. The term that I like to use All right, is let's, dynamic. Let's get into that briefly. What? Because I feel like we use a lot of words to water down what situations really are. I feel like I'm grown. I'm not talking to anyone. All right. If I'm talking to you, that means you're strictly in my phone. I'm never seeing you. We're not going out. Fair. So we're okay. dating. So we're dating. All right. Your date. Yeah. Okay. The person I'm dating. Correct. We made a breakthrough in our yeah. thing. Dating here. Relationship, right. partner, yeah, way yeah, yeah, all the yeah, way yeah, over yeah. here. Okay. Take it to the top. Let's, let's, let's Got you. simmer it down. Yeah. Okay. So you're dynamic with your mans. Right. That's What What would you even call the person then? Wouldn't they be your Home partner? Homeboy. Homeboy. <laughs> That's crazy. You see, this is... All right. All right. Actually, yeah. me and him, me, him, and my friend, we had a whole conversation about this. Like, mm-hmm. different words and terminologies we use for people might not be the same that we would use. You just say the guy I'm dating right now. Right. But you know people are okay. afraid of titles anyway. So Yeah, gotta, but this, yeah, yeah, but it don't even mean Yeah, people are afraid of titles to where afraid I just feel and like, they're very, you know, sensitive about it. Yeah, for no well, reason. Society caused that because people put too much stock into titles themselves. Very right. much so. Because then they kinda gauge how much level of respect they have for you based on the title that you give them. Which is ridiculous. Like All right. so let's, trash. let's let's call it <laughs> so, that thing with that thing. That's so dumb. <laughs> it's like you have to dance around certain words to not people make Your people thing with that Because it's like red flags to people. Which is so dumb. Which yeah. is so dumb. Right. Nobody's an adult. All right. We'll Obviously. carry on. For the sake so, of yeah, the we, argument. We, we, made, we made a breakthrough in our dating life situation. 
All right. When you put question marks on shit, now it's now Because I'm trying to make sure I'm explaining it correctly for people to understand. Just, just say it, and you'll explain it later Man, if, you have, uh, if you want to. A breakthrough in, in the said. dynamic of right. our, well, I guess relationship See? is because right relationship word. is the it only is, word. It is a form of a relationship, so yes. yes. Yeah, that's why I use that, that word, and we're all adults. I mean, yeah. if you're over here cringing because someone said anything, like, you have bigger fucking fridge to fry. You really got to work on your segues because it was right. literally like a week and a half. He was pissing you off to Facts. start gonna... off. So the breakthrough in my relationship. Sorry. We, we, we clearly missed a couple episodes of this. Uh... It's been a week and a half. You know what? It, communication is key. As always. And we all communicate differently. So we all have to figure out a way to communicate with someone so they can understand us and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said we made a breakthrough because we were able to communicate effectively to where both of us understood what the other person was saying. That's nice. Moral of like the story a, is okay. I was pretty much saying something the whole time and then he finally understood it in his way. So we came together like light bulb. Oh, stupid. he gave you a wow, that's crazy. He, I get it now. He gave me a... Hmm. He, he actually... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll try to think of sense. <laughs> he actually sat down and expressed his thoughts and his feelings in a way that he was comfortable with. Okay. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I totally understand what you were saying. However, this is what I've been saying the whole time. But I understood why you needed a little bit more time to digest it gotcha. and, you know, um, sit on it to come back. A question. Was there a way that you phrased what you were saying for him to finally comprehend? Or was there action that... What I did was what you said. I think it was. I got to the point to where I was just like, okay, I don't care no more. Like I'm not gonna keep repeating myself. So you was just straightforward. Yeah, I feel like I've always been straightforward, but then again, we've had these conversations. Well, not on air, but we've had these conversations. Maybe she has to talk slow. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that was it because I feel like talking slow. It's like you want to say things in a manner that doesn't necessarily offend somebody or comes off a certain facet. Right. Because, you know, the dynamics of being a black woman in New York City. Right. So Just like just something. now when I said something, everybody was like, relationship. It's like, whoa, wait, no, I didn't mean we, it that we, way. We only reacted that way because it was like, once again, the last time we heard yeah. about the yeah, men's, it was, it was like, okay, it was a little shaky. Yeah, like in <laughs> a little rocky, history, history would prove <laughs> on the, from that episode, next week's episode, it's like, yeah, I had to cut that motherfucker off. For, right. for you we to go see, from like, there. We see right. love and hip-hop. We know the vibes. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, so for on. you to go to there, the relationship, and that was like the first word. Right. <laughs> you said like, partner. There was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> double yeah. fucking slap. Right, double whammy. All right, but that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I just needed... Clarity, clarification. I was fine with it. I thought I explained myself plenty of times, many different ways for him to understand. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I feel like as humans... Like I said, we communicate differently. Everyone's love language is different, so we just have to figure out each other's love language so you know how to communicate with them like mm-hmm. that. And I feel like we had someone else intervene and try to be like, I hear both of y'all sides, oh, but this is what y'all are both trying to say. Mm-hmm. And it still took him like a day or two, and he was like, you know what, actually, this is it. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I've been saying the whole time. You good. All right. I, that's it, nice. Yeah. Everyone so, has a different paces of understanding. That's, that's all. Pretty much what I have my moments where I'm like, let me sit on this, let me think about it, and I'll come back to you once I figure it out. Facts. And I guess that's what he probably needed to do. Well, I'm happy that you guys had the breakthrough. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah, that's what's up. So everything's stable. Yeah, I'd be like giving you lectures on like what to say, and then I don't know what they'd be thinking on their end. Like, should just be confused. Some people are on their own time. And what some people are used to what they're used to, and you know, dealing with someone that's the complete opposite of what you're dealing with, it can be a little hard. Challenging. Challenging. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what it is. It's just 
I'm a little bit more challenging. Okay. All right. Look at growth. Look at us. I have a story for y'all off air, though. I bet you do. Always a story. Well, my client said that. She said, keep up with the stories, not. <laughs> keep up with the stories. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sa- sacrifice your life for the content. Right, right, right. Oh, my gosh. You're first just luck the tea. That's all. They love it. <laughs> they love it. The tea spills over. Tea. <laughs> right. They love it. Carry love on. Next. <laughs> Who hasn't? Whose word is up next? Steven, you could go. My word is duality. Um... Last week, the beginning of last week was super trash. I mean, it was January, so. Yeah, the beginning of last week was super trash because obviously with the whole Kobe and that Gianna and the rest of those family situations, because definitely came out of left field. Uh, of us, yeah. It was it was almost for me it was it was the same feeling I had when Nipsey when was Nips, killed because yeah, it was just like that that emptiness in in your stomach. Yeah, and like. Yeah, weird. like it didn't feel like, right. It like, felt heavy. Yeah, it didn't yeah. feel right. Even yeah. now, I still be like, wait, this shit, what? This shit is crazy. Like, yeah, it doesn't. It just. I've been trying, not even trying to make sense of it. It's just been. It's like doesn't make it. Like what? Yeah, like it don't make sense. Right. It's, like it's uh, extremely unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, that was the beginning of the week, and that was just tough. Like I had didn't watch basketball the whole entire week up until yesterday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, that. Uh, I was avoiding social media for the most part because obviously people was making their posts and things of that nature. And Baby. Yeah, it was just a lot to deal with because even though I'm not, I was never like a Kobe fanatic or Kobe stan, it's like you respect somebody who, right. you know, put everything into their craft. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people, we come across a lot of people in your lifetime and there's some people that, you know, bullshit their way some people are fortunate enough to have certain things and then there's like a select few of people that like really maximize their potential mm-hmm. like from every facet whether it's mentally physically spiritually everything and he was an example of that of like maximizing his potential and his talent and even outside of basketball it was like whatever he was focused on he put it all into he it. put it all it all of it into it, whether it was, you know, the documentary that he won the Oscar for, whether it was being a father and a husband and things of that nature. So it was tough right. dealing with that. And then on the other hand, um, I got the chance to chop it up with Joe Budden. What, what? But yeah, I got a chance to chop it <laughs> up with Joe. That was cool. Uh, we exchanged info. So hopefully there's some other things that transpire from there. But, yeah, it was just, like, duality. It's, like, how shitty of a week can start and then things could just flip. Yeah, just flip. And even if that didn't transpire, the week itself was just still getting better from an emotional standpoint. So Same. I can say the same. That's what's up. I think with Kobe's passing, it made people a little bit more open about their feelings and realize things. So, excuse my stomach. Um, it made yeah. people a lot more vulnerable at that time. Conversations were had. Mm. I was seeing. It was. Yeah, because it was necessary. Because yeah. I remember, um, and I'm and I mentioned this on my Instagram. There was a dude that was on ESPN, Jason Williams, and I only saw a a, a sound clip, a little small clip, because I was just avoiding shit in general. But he was like in tears, and he was like, "Yo, whatever issues that you have with people, just let that shit go. Yeah, it's pointless because <clears throat> you really." It's cliche and everybody says it, but tomorrow is not promised. So it's like I could imagine 
you know, I have some sort of issue with somebody and God forbid they're gone the next day. So it's like and then more times than not, the times that we have issue with somebody, it's never anything serious. It's always some petty bullshit. Mm -hmm. So it's like it just made people just put things in perspective because it's like nobody go. Nobody wakes up that morning is like oh this possibly is the last day i'm right. gonna live it's like you just Fucks. go through your routine and think like cody's been taking helicopters across la for god knows 20 yeah, plus years he was literally <laughs> in church before he got on the helicopter so it's like right. yeah this shit was just really unfortunate really sad um damn you just you just look at things from the perspective of trying to maximize your day maximize the time that you have here maximize you know, the the talents that you have and just, you know, appreciate everything and just be grateful. Do the best of what you can with what you have. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Your word, V? Well, um, I'll say resilience. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, yeah, with all the events that happened throughout the past week and even just the past month, like, for me, like, January seemed like trash. Just because world event wise, it was just a lot mm-hmm. going on. It was just like, damn son, like, like last month felt like a whole year. Because <laughs> yeah. um, it was five weeks. Yeah, and on top of that, it was just like a lot of shit happening, you know, like news wise. So mm-hmm. it just it just felt like a lot going down. And then you know, between that and then like personal family stuff um, happening too, it just it just felt like the the, oh, yeah, the, the train family stuff too. The oh, train just boy. kept. Like even with the bumps, the train just had to keep moving. Just like, yeah. mm-hmm. damn, bro. Um, but yeah, on my end personally, like everything's okay, balance, everything's cool. Like uh, I just feel like I'm just rolling with the punches. Nothing, like, nothing is like, oh shit, like oh it's popping. It's just work, chill, have fun when I can. You know what I'm saying? Trying some different stuff, switch it up. I mean, so yeah, that's about it. <clears throat> Nothing to, you know, back, you like backflip about. <laughs> you just yeah, turned no, over like it was my turn. Really, nothing to backflip about. But yeah, no, you just take it one day at a time. Which, even though I don't like that phrase, but it's real. Literally, what you gotta do. Literally, literally. yeah. Because I'm sure he. Well, the people that had a chance to speak to him said he had a whole bunch of stuff that he was working on, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe his camp will eventually work on that stuff. Maybe he won't. You never know. So, yeah, you literally just got to take it one day at a time. But shall we proceed? Yes, yes indeed. indeed. All right. <laughs> Come on now. Y'all birds. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, today's topic, um, I've been I've been interacting with children a lot more lately um, in the sense of just like, you know, I have a lot of friends with like babies and stuff like that and children in general. And um, I recently just kind of started thinking about just the concept of like kids growing up in today's you know environment especially with everything that they see out there on the news and and just their access to everything and Mm -hmm. it kind of just brought back the thought of like age appropriate age appropriation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know um so that's kind of like the first question like i mean we are obviously of a older age so right so i don't know how much y'all interact with kids like on a daily whether personal lives or mm-hmm. come across kids but i mean in the sense of what's age appropriate like what do you think that means now considering we got all types of shit like apps and tiktok and technology and just so much stimulus coming at like the younger kids that you might either see or be around or come across like 
what is age appropriate these days, if, if anything? I don't even I think know. that's hard to define because as a, well, somebody that is a parent, you kind of are battling too many factors. You're battling social media. Mm-hmm. You're battling society. You're battling regular media forms, whether it's TV, um, movies, uh, different things of that nature. And then you're just battling reality. Like, for as much as you want to, like, protect your child, at the same time, they're going to get exposed to things that they may not even comprehend. Like, funny enough, my coworker was talking about a situation the other week of, like, um, you know, he was at a library with him, his wife, and their two daughters. And basically the librarian was, like, just being racist. It was like, oh, having these two kids clean up while there was met a whole bunch of white kids that were still playing so there was no point for them to clean up in the first place. But mm. the librarian was specifically just talking to these two Hispanic um, girls. And then, you know, he had the conversation with the librarian and things of that nature. And then he had to explain to his daughter what was transpiring. I don't recall what age they are, but, you know, maybe eight, nine. At mm. eight, nine years old, you got to explain to to somebody what, like, what discrimination or racism is mm-hmm. at that early age. So. Right. For our, maybe in our, you know, based on what kind of parents you have, our parents probably wouldn't have that talk with us because they would just feel like, look, that's a little bit too early to kind of be looking at people based off of race and Mm -hmm. uh, society and how behavior happens between different people. But, you know, it's tough to have a legit definition because there's just so many factors involved. So it's like something that could be appropriate for, you know, somebody at 10 you now going to tell somebody that's five or six because right. of the kind of world that we live in yeah, nowadays. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, kids are getting exposed to things quicker than, than we were than we yeah. were back in the day because of access and, tech and information. Like, information is just all around you. You can't yeah. avoid it. You know what I'm saying? So, especially, like, um, like y'all heard about, y'all probably heard about what was happening on YouTube where um, there's, like, specific content that are targeted to kids but that has adult content in it. And mm. YouTube had to... Um, Pretty much like regulate different channels. Oh yeah, I think I got an email for that. Like, right. as if you are somebody that creates content, you have to specifically uh, identify what kind of content that you make, because shit was just getting routed to anybody, regardless of Yikes. age. Yeah, not for all. And like kids were being exposed to some like wild, crazy shit or some weird like I don't know. It was just a lot of scandal when it came to YouTube and and the kid content. So. They had to kind of like regulate that and bring it back because kids were like watching some wild porn shit that was supposed to be targeted for children. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? All these like animated movies and TV shows that they have, like Sausage Party. (laughs) You would think (laughs) it's for fucking kids. Definitely not. (laughs) Fucking Big Mouth on Netflix. That shit makes me cringe a little bit. I'm like, you're a whole adult. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, taking it too far. Yeah. Right. So I think it depends on pretty much what Steven said the parent like parents have to try their best to educate their children and slowly expose them to things but once they go outside and they're in school around their friends no telling what they're going to see or hear or even get caught up in because I know as a kid like I would do stupid shit when I'm not home but nothing to the extreme that kids are doing now like kids are like literally 11 12 years old having sex like right we're gonna get into that too like doing drugs like it's like it's crazy. Like, they're having thoughts of suicide because they're yeah. stressed. Like, it's the world we live in is just way different. We had a sense of community. Like, I know I can go outside and 
my mom might not be outside, but it's like six, seven people out there who's watching me just because they know who my mom is and they're not going to let nothing happen to me. Nowadays, kids, one, they don't go outside. And if they are outside, what the fuck are they really doing? Making noise. <laughs> like they're right. mad loud for no reason. Yeah, doing like, nothing. You're yeah. caught up on nonsense. Yeah, so everything is just different. Like age appropriate. I look at these young girls on Instagram. They're fucking 20 years old and just looking grown as hell. Right. And their parents is okay with that. Not even 20. They be in high school yeah. with a and Birkin. That's another that's another Bodies thing all done. together. Like <laughs> I mean it and, and that, actually I got into a conversation um with a homegirl about that. Um in the sense of like fashion and young and young women in the sense of like based on what they wear should they be more aware of like how older men like view them and should they have to regulate how they look in order for you know what I'm saying it's like is it the guys fault for being a creep or is it the young girls fault for like looking a certain I feel like way. nowadays these young girls know exactly what they do when they get dressed they want to be sexy I want you to look at me I want you to want me I want to be grown but who who are they trying to target mm. who are they targeting I won't though? blame them for that I'm not, that's how, I'm not gonna blame any young girl for dressing however they want in yeah, a sense. I think society as, as a woman I know I'm, I'm saying it because I know exactly what it is but, it doesn't make it right for a man to look at her that way because she's young. But when you get dressed, you know what you're wearing is a little bit too mature for your age. That's one. So you're going to put it on. You're going to pose a certain way. You're going to post it. You know what you're doing. Yeah, if you're posing in, you know if you're I'm talking saying? about posing in, in pictures in a certain facet, that's different. I'm thinking about, like, fashion in general has just changed dramatically where it's like right. the athleisure fit to to walk around in that's gonna hug your figure that that's the norm now so it's like i don't necessarily blame them because that's the culture whatever is popular at culture that time that's what but that's not the only thing i'm saying though that's not the only thing you can wear well, i can wear that not. too but i have on a pair of jeans and the sneakers right now but remember back in the you day you know what like, i'm saying i don't always have to walk around with uh, a fucking calvin klein top and some biker shorts all the time right. but i know when i put that on i'm gonna get certain kind of attention i know how my body is shaped these girls know how their body is shaped. That's why they wear certain things to hug their body like that. Right. I'm not saying they're looking for that kind of attention because that'll go to a different place. But women are well aware of what they're putting on. And young girls know what they're putting on and how they want it to fit and how they want right. to look. Because they want to look like these older women. And society has made it okay for you to be 18, 19 years old getting your ass done and your titties done. Look at Kylie and them. Right. It's okay to do that. Well, mind you, 18 and 19 is... <laughs> "Quote unquote legal or yeah. appropriate legal, or but it doesn't really mean you're mature, mature enough. But that's, and that's the bullshit about it, because it's like once, because look, when I when I turned eighteen, I was like, oh shit, eighteen, I'm a adult. You're not really an adult. No, you still can't do no. math stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just math that you can and can't do. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I right, Not well, even from a legal standpoint. Just look at you from mentally. Like, yeah. No, but no one's thinking mental when you're eight. No one's thinking like, oh, I'm 18. My, my mental. No, but I'm saying, you know what I'm saying that. They, well- you know, society or the law say you are an adult based off of the based off of this specific age, but and they're taking it into account that you're mentally mature enough to make certain decisions, but you're not. Even if, regardless, what, what's it, twenty one to start drinking? Yeah, mm -hmm. you're still not mature enough. Oh, I was drinking way before twenty one. Exactly. So, but, but mind you, I wasn't wilding out on some bottle of honey to the face. It was just like I am drinking with my my cousins or. Whatever you know, what I'm saying like I'm, I was in a controlled environment when I was drinking, but not like heavily. It was like, all right, sip a beer here, wine cooler there. Like I wasn't 
going nuts. Mm-hmm. But some you see some kids that are obviously not of drinking age. They got bottles. They got more bottles than and I had. That's, that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, now. the fuck? That's the culture, yeah. That's the culture now is to get lit. Right. So, as I said, well, age pretty much gets thrown out the window at that point. Yeah. Because it's a cultural thing. Because whatever is popular on social media or by rappers or by entertainment, that's what people are going to do. Same way we was doing shit um, back then. It's just now reached a point where it's way more detrimental to the younger audience. Back then, everybody wanted to be tough. Everybody was trying to look like they moved some weight. Mm -hmm. But nobody was really moving weight. But you would dress (laughs) and maneuver in that facet as if you were a dealer. But now these kids out here is literally doing the shit that is, you know, pushed by society. Right. Well, speaking of, like, kind of, you know, kind of going back to what kids were doing back then, like, what could you think from, at least from what you saw or, like, your actions, like, what would you consider was like an adult thing that you were doing like when you were younger you know what i mean nothing yeah right nothing because my parents yeah that doesn't be extreme like sex or drugs or whatever but like something like oh nothing nothing Nothing. literally my parents was way too strict for me to (laughs) yo my mom used my mom used to not even heckle me she would get on me about coming home late from basketball practice thousand percent from care. basketball practice. So she knew where I was at. But they don't care. My but they the didn't care. Thing. Oh, I had to make up dumb excuses just to hang out late. My mama knew Mad where lies. I was. She had my friend's number, knew the dress and everything. I had to play basketball Still to hang wilding. out late. <laughs> Still wilding. And see, I was in a fucked up situation because my elementary school was a block away from my parents' house. Yikes. So if I was at home in five minutes because it's literally a block, then, they're then it was like, minutes. yo, where were you at? <laughs> and right. then my junior high school... Because you and I went to the same junior high school. Well, yeah. junior high school was like a 10-minute bus ride. Word. So that's the high school was like the first time I could kind of like have extra time. Yeah, but even then, it, it was like, yo, it's been over an hour since you've been home. Like, what's going on? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, there was nothing. There was no form of adulthood, like nothing. Yeah. Oh, I, was like- I didn't have freedom until... Let's see. I'm about to be 33 <laughs> <Freedom>. now. <laughs> I was still 21 years old. Like, where you Even at? Why now, you my mom will call me no, well, and be like, though. like she'll call me. Like, yo, uh, she'll be like, when when you stopping by? I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be busy this weekend. I can't come by. It's like, oh, busy, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, busy doing what? <laughs> stuff. Like, and why things. do I have to tell you word <laughs> stuff and things? I do not live in your house. You don't pay a single bill here. <laughs> why are you checking? Like, yo. Why are you checking on my moves? Why are you clocking me right now, B? Yeah, there's no, there's no, I'm not an adult. What are you doing? I'm not an <laughs> what adult. What are you doing to keep busy? Let's put, let's put the mirror on you. <laughs> and then if you give them a little bit of information, they want the whole Story. synopsis. The backstory. Like nothing. Yeah, that's why I don't nothing. tell them anything. She up to nothing. Yeah, that's the point that I've reached. My mom's like, oh, what you doing? Working. Oh, you working, you make it big money, aren't I'm you? mad boring. Working. Paying bills. Or a few times, like, oh, yeah. Or she'll, like, call me randomly. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to head out to the city. Oh, you go to the city now. Yeah. It's <laughs> been, it's been there for the last 33 years of my life. Actually, we're going to say, like, it's a whole different country. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, there's, there's no escape. No escape. They can't help it. Yeah, I ain't do nothing. Literally, yeah. Like, I don't tell nothing. them nothing about my personal life. I can't, cause no, it turns I mean, into a, a story. It turns <laughs> into 
a speech about something. When we talk about dating and men, I'll shut that shit down real quick. I don't know. I don't care. I don't like him like that. He cool. <laughs> Literally, that's it. Because I'm, that's it. Yeah, my sister would be trying to get mad nosy. My sister's nosy in general, but she's trying to get mad nosy. Like, no, nah, she's just a friend. We're cool. That's it. We cool. Yep. Too smooth. What, my mother what? still asks about people she met once 10 years ago. Oh, it's probably really like. Well, that. you don't bring nobody around, so of course you're gonna ask the last person she has in her and memory. That's why. <laughs> like, that's fucking why. <laughs> As a fellow, mind Aquarian, you, we've we had mad, like we've had questions. mad, mad conversations. Why are you randomly bringing up this one person you met for five seconds, twenty five years ago? As I said, that's the last person she remembers that you interacted with. Nah. Crazy. It's quiet for all that. Yes. Well, it's quiet for all that. Of course it has to be quiet. I'm not sharing all that shit with I, my mom. I, I share what I want to share. And yeah, they get all Anything that I share with my, my mom or whoever, or even on the show with shit that really don't ain't that big of a deal to me. Well, my like, parents don't even know I have a show. First, <laughs> and it should been running for almost three, over three years. That but takes care of details, that. Nah, nah, nah. I'm good because it's going to end up being an elongated conversation. Why yeah. you curse so much? Why are you guys talking about this? Why are you talking about that? Oh, the most yeah. awkward thing is when I come home and I'm like, that's my voice. She's fucking listening to the show. I don't even think my family would care to listen anyway. You know, so, my, friend, I, my family, dad, I can say for the most part, listening. are very supportive. Mom, not telling her They're that. They're extremely supportive. Siblings, Me and my sister and my little cousin are nah, probably the my, only they, three generations in the house. I don't think my father would listen, but my mom would listen just to be nosy. Oh, mm. <laughs> just listen, just to bring up stuff. I don't want my mother going anywhere near my a family podcast just supportive and they're very enamored with me, my sister, and my the shit we've even my little cousin. About. Uh, Baby. Yikes. My son, I'd my be son. I hear her now. When my uncle would text me or like my cousin, I'd be like, mm, my mom does this thing where she does like this fake cry when she's disappointed in me. She's like, oh, my son. I was no. like, I don't need that. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Let's keep it very vanilla. Very bland. Very vanilla. Very bland. Yeah, I was at work. That's it. Yeah. Nine to five, <coughs> per use. All right, carry on. But yeah, um, you were mentioning earlier about dating, right? So um, I got this thing from Twitter where somebody said, grown-ass men have no business dating teenagers. If teen is still in her age, you're too old to be with her after 19, period. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, obviously there's a double standard here because- you know, most like we probably know in high school there was like the high school chick dating like the college dude or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, was that was that <laughs> Wait, creepy? Did you just point at yourself. Yeah, I had a crush on somebody who's like 21. But were you dating him? Well, nah. Okay. Oh, you mean like? I <laughs> That's mean, we exactly hung out, what he we said. Hung out, but he I, okay. I had older men actually like me and try to date me and take me out. I'm talking about I'm 15, 16. I, These men is like 22, 30. Years old, like yeah. really big creep moves. Pressing me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Creep moves, weird pedophiles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, pedophile <laughs> junior. Yeah, I don't know. No pedophiles. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Cause you know I'm 15 years old. You 22. Right. I don't care how much you are. Look how my body is. Stop it. But that's weird. But that's weird though. Cause I mean, not to say that younger girls aim for older. I mean, they do aim for older men in most cases. Yeah, some but of them do. but keep in mind, like I was talking to. um I was talking to somebody that was, like, in their younger 20s or whatever, and they're like, yo, I don't like dating people of my age. Like, I like dating older men. So it probably translates to, like, girls of a younger age was like, no, I only deal with older men because the men of my age are, like, dumb or but whatever. I never understood that's different, that, though. Because if you're in your 20s and you're saying you're dating older men, I'm going to assume it's because of a maturity thing. 
but then As teenagers are thinking that young twenty two nah, niggas are immature. If they if they saying that they're lying, I think they do it for the allure. Yeah. And for the accessibility Just to, to say that I'm meeting somebody that's older and he yeah. can drive, he can pick me up, he can drink, he can give me liquor. But people like people equate that to maturity. That's well, obviously their young minds right, their young minds don't understand what mature that's is. The that's they're what they're saying. But it's like, oh he got a car, oh he can buy stuff, oh he exactly. mad he mad grown and mature. Right. Yeah, that's what they're dumb. saying, but then but the truth is is because it's for access to things that they cannot access. Right, because they're too young. Yeah. 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 Somebody older and they're dating somebody. Somebody in their early somebody to mid like twenties. Yeah, dating somebody that's thirty. Yeah, that's because of maturity. I mean, I myself, in, I found myself dating a lot of guys I've younger than me. Come across, and we all know maturity is not age specific. So definitely yeah, not. Definitely not. Definitely not. You know but you would, I would assume the numbers are higher. Mm-hmm. Possibly, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not scoping out the young children. So no, I but <laughs> no, I'm just talking about men in general. You would say the numbers of men, mature men, are higher because of their age, because they've gone through more shit. It's not. I wouldn't compare. The, I wouldn't think those numbers would align in, in comparison to females, like or women. What do you mean, like uh? Like you would find more mature older men in comparison to. More mature older women. Yeah. Nah. I say well, that. no. I'm saying uh. You'll find more mature older men in comparison to mature, because you're saying like their maturity there's is not age specific. Like right. you be mature regardless. Right. right. But I'm saying in general for men, you'll probably find more mature older men in comparison to more mature younger men. Got you. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. By yeah. standards, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But even when I was even my age now, um, I'd be 33. I don't want to date nobody who's 40. So I never understood a lore for women necessarily when they older men. Even when I was thirty, I was like well, the oldest I'm dating is thirty five. I think that's more of a lore as well. Or a lore of security. There's a security in the sense of I think Or the know. the <coughs> the the myth of like, oh, he's been through like his quote unquote whole phase. He's already done all of the shit. He don't have the energy to be running around. Energy. Shit. Little do they know. Just because you ain't walking fast don't mean you're not holding fast. Right. Somebody gonna push that with you. Ain't gonna be me, but somebody <laughs> gonna do it. Forget the check, though. <laughs> nah, I don't even want the check. I'd rather work hard. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Man, that's what I've been doing the last 33 years. Facts. Ain't slowing down now. <laughs> Ain't slowing down now. I wish it would. I'm tired. Get the bag, not the not the other bag. Ew, what? <laughs> Y'all can fill in the blanks. Yo, what's the next question? <laughs> Leave What's it to fucking question? Vixen. What is the next Yikes. question? Um, oh <laughs> uh, how do you think um, certain aspects of society should be addressed to kids of a younger age? Like sex, language, fashion, life Like how death. should we introduce them to those things? Right. I mean, I was introduced to it in school. Like I had sex education. I had all those Sex kind of education. I mean, oh, they call it family living. Right. Well, they call I mean, it family living. My mom wasn't that vocal when it came to me. Or my sister talking about sex and stuff, so we were readers. Have we you had have read. have you had to talk? Not to I had to talk with my uncle. My uncle had to talk with me, but have my mom didn't. And, and I, I had to talk. Had to talk I had to talk with my sister. And my mom never, Pops never talked to us about moms it. Moms never. No one's giving me the talk except probably like siblings, but you'd not expect it from a parent. Not parents like a, are very weird about stuff like that, and I don't know why. But I had sex education in school, and then I was always a reader, so I, I always found books. I, I had books, and I read books, and then I asked questions. I think once they feel like they have that talk with you, then you're going to go out there and venture 
Yeah. And but if you don't have the talk, they don't want it done in their home. On top of that, but you realize most of the things were opposite. Like, yo, if my parents didn't tell me shit, then I wanted to do it more. Or if they forbid it, forbade it, then yeah. it's like, no, I want to do this shit more. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Because I had friends who was out there just doing dumb shit. So it's like, okay, this is crazy. <laughs> um, don't want to do that, mom. Going to beat me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, my uncles are scary. Definitely not doing that either. And I was just always, I was always very curious, but I also wanted to know why certain things were the way they were mm-hmm. you know so like i said my mom got me books or i would look on the internet and read things and during sex education i would ask my teachers questions but not in front of the class because it's embarrassing so right. i asked them After later on later. the mm-hmm. only thing my mom said to me when i started my period she was just like you got your period now you could get pregnant so you better be careful wow. literally that's it that's not Trash. advice that's so, just that's a fact of life <laughs> so at that point i was just like thanks All right. captain obvious right <laughs> So at that point, I was just like, well, I guess I need to figure out things on my own. Thank God, you know, I have a brain. Um, so I just started <laughs> looking up stuff. And I had like a really big, big book that literally went through like puberty, how the vagina look, how to look at it, how a penis look, how it works. Like literally everything step by step. But I feel like even when we had sex education back then, like there's probably another gender bias there too. Or it's like, I yeah, I know what all these parts are, but what does that have to do with me? How, is, how do I make that? Makes sense when it comes to actual, like, oh, just that, like everything else in America, everything is built on some old shit and they don't keep up with the time, right? Facts. So, when they release any sort of information, it's not just sex ed, it's any anything. curriculum, right? The shit is always outdated and not relevant. Fuck my nigga, I know where my penis is next, right? <laughs> like, then, then on top of that, I was always in health class, like, mm-hmm. from the time I was in junior high school up until college, my. Um, education was always based on health and nursing and, you know, being a doctor. So I was always around that. So I was always curious and learning about it, whereas maybe other people didn't. But I was 19 years old and my uncle had to talk with me. Right. Because I was in college at that point. So mm-hmm. he was home from the army. He was like, let's have a conversation. And that's how that went. And then my sister got older. I had a conversation with her. And can we, nice. And can we talk about how the D.A.R.E. program, shout outs, no, no shout outs to D.A.R.E. How that nope. shit was a complete farce. Was it? I barely remember anything from school, to be quite honest. I don't think I remember the DARE program class. that was supposed to prevent kids from doing drugs. Meanwhile, they just... did more drugs. <laughs> My man's. <laughs> I don't think that shit worked out. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> well, I think that's more of a societal thing, as you know, the research has come out that you know, weed is not as troublesome as they try to make it <laughs> seem back, <laughs> back in the day. I don't think it was the drugs. I was thinking they, it was the people. <laughs> the people who they, were doing the drugs were the they problem, really not the drugs. They really to make it seem like things were bad, but they didn't take in consideration some of these children's environments that they live in. Some kids grew up in a household where their parents were literally doing crack and shit like that, right. or alcoholics, or yeah. prostitutes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you could teach these kids that, but their living environments definitely influence that on top of it so oh, some 100%. kids is going to stay away from it and some kids might just feel like this all i know is all i see so fuck it you yeah. know and so it's only back. but so much that shit in elementary that's what too. i'm saying about they're not keeping up with the times so yeah. all this curriculum is based off of shit when motherfuckers was working in an assembly <laughs> like <laughs> yo like there's so much shit that has transpired since then word like you gotta catch up like yeah, people are living in now doing some real shit. Now we need dare programs for like lean and and, and pills and shit. Yeah, like little nigga nobody... making bombs and shit. Like it's mm. different. It's the real different whole, now. The world is completely different. Facts. But hey, what you gonna do? Don't do drugs. 
Question mark. Ha, that train's already passed. I'm good. Oh, and speaking right of that, now. motherfuckers got to stop smoking hookah. I hope y'all catch <laughs> Bro, on. Bro, listen. I had. I was so livid the other day. Yesterday, I remember actually. I used to give you those talks. No, was that you? What does it Possibly. mean? Possibly. Possibly. I, I think I did hookah for like when it when it first started for like a year. Whenever I went out, but after a while, I was like, bitch. First of all, my throat hurt. I feel lightheaded. Like this is this isn't cute. This isn't cute. And then now I just feel like I'm a lot older. Certain shit I'm just not into now. And I want to go out to restaurants and have a good time. I'm not trying to look for a restaurant with fucking hookah. Well, hookah's sis, big bad for you. So sis, first and foremost, if you want to do that, you need to go out with your other ratchet friends. They need you, to. You're not gonna do that when you with they me. They need to make a truth commercial about hookah. Fuck this jewel shit. Fuck all the other shit. Make one about so, hookah and how that shit is just horrendous for Shorty you. Shorty was like, she wanted to go out yesterday. I'm like, all right, cool. But I was tired anyway, so we didn't ended up not going out. But she was like, they gonna have hookah there. I'm like, bitch, I don't even do that. <laughs> What do you mean? Because so it's like we're hella grown and you're not trying to go to a spot because it don't have hookah or bottles. I used to be the bottle queen. I ain't going to hold you. I don't even, I can't even drink like that no more. I don't right. care to even drink. Keep it in a buck. I'll like, go all fucking horrible for you too. Yeah, like. I mean, nothing's good for you that we're, you know what I'm saying? Like No, but I'm just saying it's like motherfuckers use this shit in surplus. And yeah. then they wonder why, like, their body deteriorates right. at 30 now instead you of blood. 60. Good job. It's because you spent all them fucking nights going out every fucking night after work, smoking hookah, drinking till you couldn't remember shit. Yeah. You're not eating healthy on top of that. Oh, definitely eating trash. You're not sleeping. And then you, like, 25, but, lit. <laughs> you 25, but you look 35. A lot of them girls be at work like, Naima, how old are you? I didn't think like, you were look. Old. Look at all, and this is no shade, but it is shade. But look at most of, look at some of the women that work in the nightlife lifestyle. You almost never see them during the day. Oh shit! Even promoters too. What the fuck? No, they promoters be don't give a fuck because they're making money. They just sit at home. But the girls that work during the night, you almost never see them during the day. Because some of them one, I see sleeping. during the day, they look crazy. I was like, ew. Because yeah. that lifestyle, <laughs> that lifestyle requires so much out of them physically, and the body is not meant for that. It's a different no. work shift. It's like so this is three to eleven. Dust them like you deaf. Don't look like this on Instagram. Yeah, you see and you what I'm out saying? here like this, you like see girl. all the time. And then crazy. I didn't even mention the whole makeup shit because they just fucking Pound glam. Glam every night, Shouts. their skin barely gets to breathe, and then they Shouts look like the fucking YouTube? moon. Their face look like the moon during the day. That's why you never see them. They always got a hat on, always got shades on, always got a hoodie on. You do not see them during the day because they don't care, take care of themselves. They just keep. And I be trying to educate them about their skin because they've been asking about mine. Like, I don't have the best skin, but my skin is definitely not horrible. Yes. Yeah. In like, comparison to. Yeah. Because yeah, like, all they do is just. I don't have. Acne, I'll have smoke their stuff. life away. They smoking hookah at the club, and they smoking weed when they get home. Cause they stress about the club. Get home at two, three o'clock in the life. morning. Not really sleeping. Cause you they showing still... up at my job stinking dirty with <laughs> eye boogers. Your lace front glue is sticky and it's cakey up. It's like peeling. Like I understand the whole getting your money shit, but it's like at the same time you still gotta take care of yourself. Yeah, because Aura work still works in the club, and or I don't even think Aura drink when she work. Well, that's and called Aura is like what she's a 30, professional. You see, thirty something. Well, mm-hmm. she's older than us. I guess it's the younger cast that feel like you gotta be a part of the life to be of the life, but you don't have to. You really don't. Yeah, you, you just really gotta don't. you gotta be better with your finesse game. Cause Aura, yeah, Aura's like thirty something, and she looked better than all of her cont- contemporaries. And they're more than likely younger than her. Yeah, always. Well, 
They be looking hella raggedy. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. Shorty be I'm like, telling I'm 23. You, you never like, see wow. them during the day. The only time they're active on social media is when at night and they're working. And they post some take me back videos. Take me back where? Or they're in the house. You never see them do a regular everyday thing. They need to do laundry at some point. <laughs> you know what? No, the club gave them the outfits. I think. <laughs> no, they buy it. Yikes. But they- it still needs to get washed. And, uh,. They don't even like figure out how like they're being exploited in terms of like they do all the marketing for the club and then the club generates all the profit from it. Yep. Takes a skim but, from the top. Yeah. Yep. Uh, whatever. Oh well. Ah, oh, God bless each and every one of them. Wow. But carrying on. No, um, I just want better for people. Like, I mean, just in general. But if they don't ha- want better for themselves, then what? Yeah, can but you do? at the same time, you don't know what you don't know. So if any of them are listening, then it's like, oh, I didn't even realize this shit. So hopefully they move better for it. Just like children, they know what they know, which ties back into our conversation. Look at that. Oh, my God. Like, what aspects of adulthood do you instill in children? I think it's all, I I don't think there's a straight answer for that. Because it's all dependent on the child. Because some children could take on information completely different than That's very an, true. another well, like child. For example, like in high school, I really wish we had some level of responsibility when it came to like money and bills and responsibilities like that. That, that part and also, there's, like, a we didn't have par- there's a lot of parents that also need to be held accountable for that shit too. Because they're quick to yell mm. at you and say, oh, you should be doing this, this, that, right. and the third. But at the same time, not only did they educate themselves on how to do it, they're not sharing that knowledge to the next to the next lineage. But I feel like that lack of... Because my parents love to tell me, oh, you should be saving money. But they never told me how, how to, to save. save the money. Right, because guess what? They weren't taught how to save the money. They yeah, had to figure it out. Yeah, but at the same time, that's a, not that it's their fault, but then it is also their fault because they didn't educate themselves to learn. How to tell us that. You just, can't tell me to do something. You don't know how to do you it. You just got to break the generational curse in that case. It's a generational curse. Like, for example, I'm pretty sure... I don't really know too much about my father's father, but I'm pretty sure his teaching methods were not that great because my father doesn't know how to teach. He knows how to say things, but he's not a teacher. You know what I mean? Right. And it's kind of like he teaches through doing and he just expects you to kind of see what pick he's doing and pick it up. And it's like, that's not how that's I not learn. How, right. Probably when I was younger, like I used to see him like, you know, fix a car or some shit. And like, he's my dad. I'm looking up to him. I'm, of course, I'm going to follow him around and see what he's doing. Yeah. But fast forward, that doesn't mean all that information like retained itself. And I was like, I. Because I was five and I saw my dad in a car means I know and everything about cars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's how parents are teaching you. And on top of that, it's breaking that cycle of, all right, you know, my parents didn't necessarily show me the way I should have been taught, like, in school. Because in school, you're being taught. You're not mm-hmm. just, all right, I'm going to write some numbers on the board. Y'all kids figure it out. You know what I mean? So I think we have to break that curse, especially when it comes to the next generation of, like, instilling that information directly instead of it being like, you know, just copy what you see me do and do the same shit. I think um, I think our generation is actually doing the proper job because mm-hmm. from, you know, the friends that I have that have children and from what I see from, like, social media and things of that nature, I feel like they're doing the proper job of, like, really crafting you know, the proper type of human beings that's going to, you know, carry on. Make a difference. Yeah, that's going to make a difference. And even now, you hear more stories every so often of like, oh, this 12-year-old boy just got accepted to Harvard and things Def. of that nature. So those, even though I, I in the past I've had talked shit about how, you know, next generation is kind of a dub, but 
there are some gems. Yeah, no, there are a few definitely. in there, but I think our generation that's having kids right now, that's probably on the cusp of, that are probably still in elementary school, I think they will probably be way better than we ever have been. Because the thing is, I think we're more equipped to understand the complexities of like life in society now than our parents did. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We've been able to, thankfully with the help of technology, we've been able to note the fault in black families or just families of color in general, their yeah. holes, and now we are trying to repair that for yeah. the next generation. Breaking those generational curses yeah. and knowing that, all right, now that we are in a better space to actually learn and grow from kids to now, now we can instill that on our kids. Because we've been forced to adapt, unfortunately, <sighs> and our parents, our parents, they weren't, haven't, they haven't, for, they haven't adapted. Some no. of them have in certain facets of like technology, but they haven't adapted to society. They kind of just like there was no, there was no need for them to. You know what I'm saying? Like for example, my dad's not great with technology, but he had to somewhat be forced to because it's like obviously times around him are changing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. If they didn't change, he would have just been the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like now he's like texting, even though all caps, but he's texting now. You know mm-hmm. that would have not been a thing years ago. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of communicating like that. You know what I mean? So. I think people of that generation are adapting to technology because they they are being forced to, and we're adapting because it's like, all right, we actually want to. There's some actual, right? You know what I'm saying? Like we want to because because we understand this is the times that we live in. Yeah, but then at the same time, I think what humans need to realize in general is like you don't stop learning. Like just because Mm. society or the generation that you're born in things are set in a certain way. You should just never stop learning. Like, I would feel really, because I've always felt bad of, like, the older people that come in and they just, like, oh, I can't figure this out. I don't know how this works. And it's, like, you know, I mean, not to the extreme of, like, we all have 24 hours. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. But it's, like, the world doesn't wait for you. Like, the world is going to keep pushing with or without you. So if you want to be able to function, you should at least make an effort. And a lot of people in our parents' generation just don't make the fucking effort. They don't. It's like, They're oh, my, my, you're my child. Do, Do this for me. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, God forbid I'm not here. Did then you? what happened? I mean, it's it's wild because, no, you're absolutely right about that. But then I think about it. I mean, I give them a slight benefit of the doubt, not completely, because at the end of the day, yes, you should still be willing. Like my mom's and my stepmom, you know, when she was alive, like they were very adaptable to technology. Like, And then, you know, my stepmom used to work in like an office. So like in the sense of technology, she mm-hmm. had to get used to like computers and typing and printing and all that stuff. So for her, that was the case. My dad, he worked um, postal service. So, I mean, he wasn't around like technology enough to say like he had to learn certain things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so there's a disparity there like i think certain people are like you know your parents now could use a smartphone e- with ease but back in the day like you know that was never something that they felt like they had to adapt to you know what i'm saying now fast forward to the kids now like they're born with freaking iphones in their hands like they could adapt to shit and their sense of learning is rapid because everything is is real quick and they literally have it at the palm of their hands yeah. you know what i mean well i'm just saying like we all have the same brain, like the brain we still functions. We have the opportunity. To yeah, 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 we have the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Some people just don't take that willingness. Yeah, they don't just take that willingness. Yeah, yeah, willing so time. while you're, you know, your father was working in the postal service, he still operates a TV. There's news that discusses all those yeah. different things. So it's like, oh, maybe I should take the time out to at least figure this out, right? Just in case, because you never know. Because well, like, funny you know, enough, he had to be taught. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he had to be taught certain things in the sense of, like, like paying his bills online. You know what I'm saying? That's something he had to be taught. He didn't just, like, oh, computer, let me figure this out. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things that he still doesn't know how to do that he acts as, like, his kids for, but there's other things that he had to be shown to be like, all right, I can handle this. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think to, that's the age thing, too. Cause that's the age is, thing, too. Yeah. My mom is fairly young. Yeah. So it was never really an issue. And then tie really that young. back into the whole school thing that we was talking earlier, there used to be a whole bunch of programs, after-school programs, for, like, teaching, like, everyday things. And all them shits is eliminated Gone. now. I remember when they used to have those little uh, stuff in, the, like, newspapers, like, oh, South Shore High School is hosting yeah. this class for like such and class. such. Right, and yeah. you could just go attend. Or go to the library. And yeah, they don't have any of them shits anymore. Picture resume and stuff. I mean, yes, the internet is readily available, but for Still. some people, you need that hands-on. The hands-on stuff. To, uh, yeah, to, like, somebody to demonstrate to you, like, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. And it would be beneficial for a lot of people. Well, yeah, you know, because like, you know, God forbid, there's an emergency. Like, word, yo, what the fuck are you gonna do? It's like, why are you tapping the home button five times, man? Mm. <laughs> like, that's not that's not helping you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know for my mother, like, when, you know, I don't know if this is too forward, but like, if her and my dad are having like a little disagreement, mm-hmm. and she don't feel like bothering him to like pick for him to pick her up from somewhere. She don't even know how to call an Uber. She will ask my cousin to call an Uber for her. Right. And mind you, Uber is like, what, four total steps? Mm-hmm. Like, and God forbid my cousin's not available. So right. then you're either forced to take mass transit under what conditions or got to figure it out. So it's like something as simple. Like, they should at least, anybody should at least know some little basics right. for, like, God forbid, for some sort of emergency, you're able to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but technology these days is not necessarily age friendly. You know what I mean? Of course not. But at the same time, uh, people in our parents' generation have this stigma. It's usually a black thing of like, "You're my child. You're supposed to do." Oh this yeah, for yeah, me. thousand percent. And that of stigma course. just needs to go away. It's like the same way I've had to learn and adapt to the world that I live in is the same way you got to learn to adapt to the world that we're in now. You you're still here. Right. Like, what happened if I move out of the state? Then what? You would call me from California, like. <laughs> Yo, how I troubleshoot this? <laughs> right, right, right. They probably would, though. Well, three-hour time difference. Well, I told y'all. Now I'm sleep. sleep. Now I'm sleep. Now you, now you mad. Now, now you on do not disturb. Now now it's 50 calls missed because you didn't realize the difference. Ridiculousness. I, I, I told y'all my pops wanted me to book him a flight so he could pop into my mom's city. Like, Fam, people been booking flights for uh, how many years now? Like when the airplane inv- was invented? <laughs> when was the Bro, first airplane? Shut was up. <laughs> what like, was the brothers? You can't, you can't use your kids to do some hot boy shit. That's not fair. Like, Listen, come on, man. He said, fuck it, it's my son. He's going to help his daddy. You know the vibes? Yikes. Oh, no. Listen, he took a, a page out of your book, the Missy Handbook. It'd be like stupid petty. It'd be like stupid shit. Like that. It's like, <laughs> if you were to ask for my help, don't ask me for some nonsense. No, the other day, dumb- my mom asked yeah, me to, do so, like, <laughs> to take a picture of her on her phone. And I was Steven, getting heated. can you show me how to block? Because there's this woman. I'm trying I was to like, think Ma, my mom if you don't reverse the fucking phone. Can you imagine your parents blocking somebody? And take a picture in the mirror. Oh, you know what got me tight? What got me tight? I think it was around Christmas. I went to the house, and then my mom came out of nowhere and was like, oh, can you order, like, this case of wine for me from Macy's? They have, like, this deal online. I'm like, yo, you don't even 
never fucking drink wine <laughs> like that. I bought wine for like birthdays or holidays, or whatever. It's still oh, we don't you we don't why did you waste your money on that? We don't even drink <laughs> waste that. Your money. And I'm like, yo, why are you you bothering me? Not not bothering me, but you right. went out of your way to ask me to order you a twenty four case of wine that you don't really need. Right. Tell mom give me like three of them. What did she oh because the way it was advertised, it made it seem like it was like how many ounces they come in? Like a sixteen? No, not sixteen. I forget how many ounces they come in. Was well, it the, the little ones or the big ones? The big ones. Like the standard big ones. It was looked like it was a standard big one, but when it actually like came, 24. but yeah. when it came to the house, it was like mad small. So she was oh, tight. Oh no! So then she calling me. Fucking BBQ joint. She's calling you because you're so customer she's support. Calling me, she's calling me to like, oh, I can't believe they would do something like this, and this is false advertisement. Right. So but she, did you I'm read like, it, Stephen? Can you call them and and <laughs> complain? No, I didn't read. I wasn't paying attention. I was no, like, no. This is what you want to do with your money? Like, hey. <laughs> this is what you would do with your Christmas bonus? About <laughs> <laughs> wine that I'm not going to drink the decorations. Yeah, and it's like, uh, uh, it was like, who am who am I going to tell you how to spend your money? If this is what right. you want to do your whole. If she's going to flex your to her money friends on? that come over. That's on. That's whatever. <laughs> so they could not drink it though. So then I finally called. Hey, some people buy shit and they don't use it. So I call Macy's. Oh, this is like a holiday special. So we don't we don't do like re, uh, returns on it. So we'll give you a refund, but you're gonna have to keep it. So I'm like, yo, you just wasting my time, wasting my time. Word. Oh, old people. <sighs> God bless them. Yeah. Well, God kids gonna be all right, I guess. Well, we shall. I see. I mean, better now than back then. Yeah. We you shall be, see. It's, it's, it's a it's a tough space because I feel like. Um, the one thing that doesn't get discussed enough is um, that's probably the biggest class that they should have for kids now is um, yeah. how to maneuver and how to maneuver and emotionally accept or emotionally deal with social media. Because right. a lot of the times those suicides that you do here is because they're being bullied. And it's, yeah. never ne- it's not necessarily from a physical standpoint. It could be from social media. Like as much as you could block individuals, it's like... Right. Kids are ruthless. We were all children at one point. We all said some foul shit to yeah. somebody. Bullying back then was yeah. Not so the same, it's like yeah. motherfuckers will blatantly be on your posts saying wild shit constantly over. And now you have like online image editors, so they could easily steal. Yep. Yeah, like people be people be asking me all the times like, how do we protect your images? Like protect, protect. You know how many programs I could use? There's so many third-party pro. Like, even if your shit is private on Instagram, because I do graphic design, I do mad shit, there's so many programs I use to steal, well, not steal, but take private images from people to manipulate for whatever reason I need to manipulate it from. Because, and sometimes I don't feel like texting somebody about, yo, I told you to send these pictures. Like, all right, I'll just take it from your Instagram real quick. How to protect your images. Step one, don't post them. Step two, repeat step one. <laughs> like, that's step the only three, way. Throw your phone away. Facts. <laughs> like, yeah, so you have kids that are finding ways, and through YouTube, they're finding alternate methods to teach themselves how to, do certain shit. how to do certain shit. So it's like there needs to be classes of, like, how do you take in social media? What do right. you want to post? You know? How do you, you know, ex- what kind of people do you allow to follow you and right. things of that nature? Like, like like social media etiquette in a sense. Social media etiquette and then emotionally how to how to how to accept when somebody says something negative. Mm. We have adults That's... that don't know how to deal with negative comments, so really let alone don't. a child. Right. Yippity and yikes. Cuz <laughs> you know, 
uh, humans are the only species that deal with deal with the same mistake a million times. So yeah, that's probably- that one comment that you probably swiped and deleted already, you're mm-hmm. just never gonna forget because that Word. shit is embedded in you for what whatever they could have possibly said. Especially so, if people are validating it or whatnot. Real exactly. quick. Exactly. Real last question and then so do you think like a child's quote unquote innocence exists anymore? Like the 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 term or the phrase of like a child's innocence. Is that still a thing? I think it's a thing. I think it's all about how you help that child develop and what you instill in her. I think we all have a little bit of innocence in us. Are you innocent, Nemo? I am. I have a little bit of uh, childlike innocence still in me. I still hold on to that tightly. Shout keeps me Disney young, Plus. keeps me happy, helps me deal with a lot of shit other people probably couldn't deal with if they were they lived my life or was in my kind of situations. Okay. Um I think kids are just I like when kids are young before they hit the age of 10 because they're extremely honest not even 10 about everything and i just enjoy being around them it's I mean, something about yeah, watching a kid just play and just right. the purity, not yeah. really That's know about innocent. things like mm-hmm. i enjoy that and just i wish to to figure it out like us yeah and i but wish in, they can hold on to that just a little bit longer before they're bombarded. unfortunately a lot of times children are put into situations that they don't need to be put in based mm-hmm. on you know, their parents um, live in situations and mental health in itself. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and even outside of the like, you have good parents, like, trying to instill. Yeah, good but like, yeah, once out, you go out there, babysitters, schools, right. it's, it's, now it's you're exposed to all types of shit. Yeah. And not everyone has the same intentions for your child in right. the sense of, like, maintain right. that quote unquote innocence or that purity. And the best way to do that is to make sure your child understands. Once they get to a certain age, you know, under five, they can't really express themselves very well, mm-hmm. but just always having that. That form to where your kids feel comfortable enough coming to you and asking you questions and you not being like, what are you asking me that for? Saying the child's plates. You know, people used to love to say that. Ugh. Just being more open with them and teaching them. You know, a lot can go uh, a long way when you just have a conversation with a kid. Kids are very impressionable and the kids these days are really freaking smart. They yeah, are smart. very smart. Smarter than most people most, take credit yeah. for. Yeah, give them credit for. Extremely intelligent. Yeah. I think kids still have it. It's all about how we, we try to... Um, nurture it yeah i would uh, i would agree um and one thing i do want to add i feel like there's i don't know what the numbers are but i do hear more instances of parents homeschooling their children i mm-hmm. always and said i, I want to homeschool my kids people think, think i'm a weirdo and i think no. that's probably it's the best weird. that's probably the best method in terms of like protecting your child's innocence right and you know with them being part of like you know, certain programs like swimming or, you know, right. chess or, you know, certain things that's out there, then they'll be able to get to experience, you know, other children and see how other families operate mm-hmm. or just see the dynamics right. when it comes to race or sex and things of that general in, in that uh, spectrum of things. But, um, yeah, it's it's really tough to, like, have that child remain innocent because you have to give them a phone. The kind of world that we live in nowadays is like... Yeah, you can't, like shelter them forever yeah i know that was a big thing around 9-11 was like everybody giving their kids phones and you know Take schools were kind of hesitant about that but it was mm-hmm. like the kind of world that we live in now is like anything could anything can happen anything can happen right. so um with that being said it's like no matter how much you could try to like phone proof or you know child proof a phone yeah. like there's there's <laughs> ways there's ways oh, to kids are, once again kids that. are smarter now than they used to be yeah they, code 
Yeah. Reset phone, take out battery. Like what? Yeah. Uh, however yeah. you do it, I don't know. I mean, but it's just like yeah, kids are much more smarter now. And, and then the kids that's gonna be around them. Not everybody's gonna, you know, be a good influence. Gonna right. be a get, good influence. So and a, sometimes you need that bad influence just to be, balanced. just to be aware of like, okay, this just is what I shouldn't be doing. Right. Right. Yeah. And then yeah, so and in that case, when they have when they're exposed to both sides of it, because you can only shelter your kid for so long, they're gonna get exposed to the outside world yeah. at some point. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you would think as they get older, even if they're young, they should determine, all right, what's appropriate for them or what's right for them and what's not right. They yeah. have to learn that at some point. You can't you can't just, you know, protect them at a certain time. And then it's like, all right, you're 17, 18. Now you could kind of, like, have access to these things. Yeah. They have to learn, learn that balance or and that level of right and wrong for themselves. And, and just have confidence out. in the kind of parent that you have been and hopefully that you believe that you had the proper impact. Because um, my mom would always, I remember she used to be like, oh, you know, I would just assume like all your friends were like good kids and whatnot. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> good? Uh, like, I know dudes that was like in the streets. Wild child. Like, yeah. would they ever do certain shit around me? No. But right. I was aware of the kind of lifestyle that they live. Right. And I were, or even if they weren't, you know, moving in the streets. The type of people that they hung out with right, was right. probably doing so. Definitely so I so wouldn't. Close, yeah. Are they a bad person? No, but are they a product of the environment? Yes. yes. Definitely. So by me being aware of such, it's like okay, I'm cool with you. We could, you know, we could play ball or whatnot. But right. I know when y'all about like everybody's about to go home. Like I, I ain't gonna, go, I ain't coming through to your crib. Like right. I know there's probably gonna be some shit that's going down that I shouldn't be around. I'm good. And vice versa. So. Uh, parents should just have confidence yeah. in how they raise their children as well. Yeah, and kids and kids these days, I think they know what a good influence or bad influence is. It's like they're either about it or they're not. But either way, you have to give them that freedom to make those choices for themselves. Correct. Yeah, absolutely agree. So, yeah, even though we all don't have kids, you know, at some point in time we'll be exposed to one. So, just gotta yeah. do the right thing. <laughs> Is that it? That's all we got them? That's, That's all we I mean, got for Yeah. All right. Well, so those out there with kids, just be careful. Do uh, I think they're doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. Y'all doing good. Y'all can do better. They're doing better than me. I mean, we don't have kids. <laughs> so back to that. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't we're, know. We were a kid once. And Word. Just because we don't have kids, we it doesn't take away from the fact that we see some shit that's right and some shit that's not right. Yeah, right and wrong is not. Yeah, regardless, of right and wrong. Regardless if right I have wrong. kids or not, a lot of y'all be wilding out here. So definitely shout outs to the listeners with kids and just you know, I I know like for for example, there's a homegirl of mine, not putting her business out there, but like she feels like, oh, am I a good mom? It's like, no, you are a good mom. Like, be kind to yourself. Yeah, you do it every day. You, you're figuring it out just like everybody else. Literally. So. You're good. Yeah. You're good, sis. For my single parents out there. there is no, there is no there, general form of good. You're good of what it is that you're doing for your child is exactly what right. it needs to be. Exactly. Your kids are alive. You're a good parent. That's it. Good job. They're not eating, you know, Ajax. Gold star. Aj- that's de- Ajax? So, that's oh, our right. show. Um, <laughs> you, you can tune in every week. We're on all major streaming platforms. Shout out to Bianca as always. Gangity gang gang. Um, gang gang. And um yeah, check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or Google Podcast now. Yes. Uh Spotify. And yeah. Just hit us up. Yeah, talk to us, yo. Speak. We Follow me on Instagram. 
Yes, follow Nima on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that was just very specific. Like, follow me follow on Instagram. Follow Naima and all of us on Instagram. Follow yeah. the, the Aside Podcast page. And, um, yeah, man, we just give them what the people need. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's I'm all so got. sleepy. Nothing okay, else? bye, guys. Yeah, all I right. need to go home. I got to go. All right, bye. bye. Definitely sophisticated ignorance, and I'm fucking with it.